live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every week, Jamie Rodriguez. And how is everybody doing? Hope everyone is enjoying the weather if you were in the winter cold before. And guys, we have a great new talent on today's show, guys. A multi-talented artist, really. Great musician, but he has so many talents indeed. LA-based pop artist Alex Shera on the show today, guys. And he is the catalyst of uh, his forthcoming single, Blue Nights, which came out February 26th. Make sure to check out the video because it's absolutely wonderful. And Alex has a great story. He's from San Diego, moved to LA at 17, broke into celebrity styling world where he really built his own amazing client roster that included people like Marshmello, Cody Simpson, Sarah Larson, and other celebrities. And then he basically transitioned to music because he's got incredible, incredible voice. So you guys are going to hear his story here from his own uh, mouth, his own journey, career arc. Make sure to check out his amazing singles, Blue Nights, Wish I Never Knew, and Fire, which are out now. And uh, yeah, Alex Shera, such a great guy, amazingly talented, and we are super stoked to have him on the show. Make sure to follow him on Instagram, at Alex Shera, and on Facebook, at Alex Shera Music. And guys, if you are new to the J-Rock Concerts, the podcast show, we welcome you. You know, we talk to up-and-coming artists like Alex, current hit makers, musical legends, and it's really all about uh, for you, for the music fans. So if you're new, click subscribe on the iTunes or Spotify button. Give us a little review. That helps us a lot. And without further ado, guys, let's get straight to it. Alex Shera on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. So happy to be here. Absolutely. I mean, amazing musical artist, of course. You know, Los Angeles rising star, at (laughs) Alex Shera on Instagram. Alex, you first came to our attention uh, with the spectacular single, Fire. That is how the kids say now. That song slaps, right? And and you now release Blue Nights, which is such an emotional and a powerful song as well. And I have to tell my audience also, Alex, more than a, a musical artist, you're just an artist through and through. Uh, Wonderful sensibility to the arts. And I think that we need people like you, Alex, in today's world, right? More than ever, you know, I think you give people hope with your music and your art and your color and everything. So we're glad to have you on the show. Oh, well, that's very kind. Thank you so much. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely, Alex. So so let's start with this. You grew up in in San Diego, right? Yeah, um, I grew up in San Diego. I've lived in LA for about um, eight years now. I'm actually back in San Diego just because of COVID and everything, but um, hopefully... I'm back and forth for recording in LA and, and whatnot. So right, yeah, right. I grew up in San Diego for most the majority of my life. So tell us a little bit about growing up, Alex, because you know, you have such a great sensitivity to, you know, just beauty, artistic beauty in general. So I was, I'm curious about the kind of household that you grew in in San Diego. Um, yeah, so my mom is actually an interior designer. So I think I kind of got most of my creative genes from her. Uh, so I, it was always just like kind of seeing what, she would how she would put things together and I've always interested in fashion film and art so I've kind of incorporated that into my my music and my aesthetic and and whatever content I put out there so 
yeah, I think upbringing kind of helps me today with my, um, with my vision. <laughs> Interesting. So Interesting. Yeah. So you always like, kind of like saw your mom doing beautiful things with spaces. I mean, that space behind you is beautiful. The lighting, the oh. furniture, the colors, <laughs> right? So yeah. definitely, you know, it sticks. So you were inspired from, from an early age with this kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. No, I just, I think I've always had great, uh, you know, art people around me. My parents would always take me to, when I was at the early age, I'd go to some fashion shows or art gallery shows and just seeing, you know, that world and being involved in that at early age definitely was eye-opening and helped create a vision and a sense of style and fashion and uh, creative uh, concept. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What, what about music, Alex? Uh, what was music in your childhood at all? Yeah, so I actually used to do musical theater back when I was a kid, uh, more like lower school, middle school, but uh, it was called CYT. Uh, actually, weirdly the cutthroat enough. Cutthroat business of middle school. Business, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was like a separate like youth theater thing, but um, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Uh, Michelle Williams actually did it too when she was a kid the actress and my other friend, Ren Reaver, who's a, a singer now, uh, also was in it when I was in it. So it was kind of like a coming up thing. Um, but yeah, it was a great like groundwork to kind of build musically and the theater was super fun and be able to uh, express yourself creatively was really great. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful, Alex. So but yes, uh, to answer your question, music has been involved in my life throughout my life. Um, when I got into high, after high school and college, I actually was into styling, which I think they might've told you. Mm -hmm. And I got to work with um, a lot of great artists from like yeah. Katy Perry, Cody Simpson, Marshmello. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get there. Yeah. We, we, yeah. And, we know, and we know Cody. We've met a couple of times and he always looks so well put together. So it's good to know where he came from. So <laughs> Yeah, I haven't I haven't worked with him for a minute, but we worked together a while back. Yeah, he's a nice. super nice guy. Yeah, of course, of course. So, you know, so you, you, you know, you grew up in San Diego and uh, you move and sign up to uh, the Fashion Institute of Design at Merchandising in, in Los Angeles at, at right. 17, FIDM. Yes. Uh, and you get this internship, Alex, with um, Alex Malka, mm -hmm. who is, uh, you know, one of the most renowned photographers in LA or in the world. You know, he photographs. Yeah, he's super, super talented. He actually yeah. used to be like the creative director of Terry Mugler back in Paris, like a long, a while back. So he's, he's like super, <laughs> yeah, super he's a beast. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a beast, what he does uh, with the camera. What was that experience like, Alex, just to like be interning for... Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely intimidating at first um kind of scary to, to be like thrown in because my first shoot i ever did was for vogue so it was kind of scary to be like just kind of thrown into the lion's den Your first shoot was for vogue magazine yeah i was i mean i was just an assistant but still it no was big deal yeah you know, no pressure pressure but it was cool it was very fast paced um it was kind of like the movie devil was prada where like you know <laughs> everything was very intense and go 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 but right. uh, it was a great great learning experience and i think it helped kind of shape my work mentality for uh, my myself today so it was great and That's i think cool. alex is like a alex is a great a visionary and i really saw what it was to build a concept and uh, and see it through throughout fruition because he's not only just involved in photography he creates the the mood, the um, whatever the concept is for that shoot and, and, and kind of works with all the, the stylists, the, you know, the team involved and help creating a vision come to life. So it was, it was great um, to see how that side of the industry works. And, yeah. and, and you know, it all plays within each other, um, music, art and fashion and film, it all kind of exactly. Exactly. comes together in one big <laughs> encompassing circle. 
We love that. You know, we'll get to the music in a second, but just your journey, like you said, is so wonderful and, you know, 360 in a way. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like you said, you developed your own client list. You know, you worked with, of course, with Cody Simpson, Jack and Jack, Pia Mia, Marshmallow, Sarah Larson, pretty much a bunch of stuff of people. Right. Um, Alex, so wouldn't you say in, in a way uh, that a good stylist is an artist, right? In a way, because not only do you have a canvas of sorts, but you have to find that light within your subject, but make it your own. It's like an interesting thing, right? Of course, yeah. It's like your artist with a paintbrush, but your paintbrush is <laughs> the other, the, the you know, the person or whoever your muse is at the time. But yeah, no, I mean, I always uh, think with styling, you're creating a story. You have to have a clear vision of what you want, or else things can get lost and confusing. And you know, when I'm working with an artist, sometimes I have to match what their aesthetic or you know style is. Like for instance, like. Marshmallow has a certain style or Katie, someone like Katy Perry, when I assisted Johnny Wujek, she had a very like Candyland vision style, but then she would change it for the next album because it'd be a new chapter in her life kind of thing. So yes, every, every kind of project had a different story to tell, um, a different aesthetic um, or style. So you kind of had to know how to adapt and being chameleon in that way to kind of um, be able to translate that, you know? That's yeah. great. And that's great, you know, how, as you were developing into the musician and artist you are, that like, it was like a blank, like a new project, like separate different projects, new opportunities to try new stuff. Like, I think that that's cool. Yeah, it was great. It really, um, like for one shoot, we did Black Horse, or sorry, Dark Horse um, with Katie, which was like all Egyptian. So that was fun. Got to go to co great costume houses and get really cool pizzas and, yeah. and uh, kind of play off of that whole, you know, feel. So everything every day was like a new journey, a new experience kind of, so to say. So it was really fun and exciting, stressful at times, don't get me wrong, but, but really cool. Yeah. But if it's worthwhile, isn't it stress? Like, like, I guess what I'm trying to say, Alex is, you know, and you talked about it with Alex Malka, but you know, with Marshmallow, you saw it, you, you saw it with Katy Perry and I'm sure you are the same way. Isn't it funny that people see Marshmallow, you know, playing ultra and everything is fine and games, but you see Alex, the hard work that it takes yeah, definitely. It's, it's so much done. work and I have so much respect for all those artists and it was it was a cool experience now being my own artist to see what it took to kind of lay the down the groundwork that what goes into everything is not just you just show up and arrive. It's like <laughs> weeks oh, sure and weeks of yeah. and yeah, so it, it's cool and it's definitely helped me to kind of build build and have a good good idea of what it takes for for my own music and my own um yeah my journey yeah and, le and let's segue into that alex because then you decide after all this wonderful background you say okay you leap into your own music right uh what was like the everyone has the breakthrough moment the moment mm -hmm. of like you know change what right. was the breakthrough moment where you said you know i'm doing it was it a talk with someone was it a moment when did you say let's do it well, so I've always wanted to do it. I think I just wasn't had the courage to do it <laughs> in the beginning. Sure. You got the fear, and, right? Yeah, and then I guess styling and fashion kind of fell into my lap and it was working out and I was being able to work with these great artists. So I was kind of just grateful for that at that moment. And then after a couple of years of doing that, um, I was able to meet some great people in the music industry. And, you know, they would hear me sing at like karaoke bars. I would randomly, my friend owns this place called Blind Dragon. So I would sing there and some some cool people would come in like Rita Ora and whatever, and we'd sing karaoke and they're like, you know, you're like, like, you're good. You should do it. Like you should try singing on yourself, you know, not just for doing styling. So I started to build up my um, courage a little bit and uh, I was able to connect with some great producers and start songwriting process and recording just kind of on the fun for yeah. on the side, just mm -hmm. to see where it goes. And then it kind of took off and took a life of its own. And um, I was able to build some tracks and, 
now I was able to team up with some great people and start releasing it and really kind of over the last three or four years I've been recording and this last year I was really like okay let's do it let's start releasing this music and seeing where it goes so I'm excited for for what's to come. Isn't it amazing, Alex, how when, you know, when you put your mind into something like the universe conspires to like, just start putting the people. Oh yeah, I, I'm really strong and believer in manifest, yeah. manifestation and um, putting your, you know, setting goals. And if you, if you believe that you can do it and achieve it, it might, it might not happen in the pattern or way that you think it's going to happen, but eventually if you have patience and you persevere, things will work out, you know? <laughs> I love it. The focus, the word focus yeah. goes energy flows or whatever, but yeah. So a couple of your songs, Alex, really great stuff like blue nights, for example, I mean, beautiful video, by the way, um, Thank and you. The, yeah. the feelings and the song just perfectly captured. And uh, it's, it's a very emotional song, a, a song like this, Alex, uh, and it got me, you know, it's about being blindsided by love. You know, it's, it's re really nice story that we can all relate to, but does a song like this, Alex, come to you during the experience or like and the pain that you're going through during or is it after Be I'll tell you why I'm telling you because yeah. <laughs> I, I had a I had a guest here Yola Yola Carter she's like an American artist and, and she said everyone assumes that you know when you're in it when you're in the pain it's like everything pours out of you but yeah. like it's actually like you can't move it's after the fact yeah um it was a little bit of both I kind of what well, was interesting how it came about I was watching a documentary a Joan Didion documentary and I heard she had named this book Blue Nights about her daughter. She wrote for her daughter and I just like that word Blue Nights stuck with me. Hmm. So I kind of kept that in the back of my mind. Then I kind of went through experience with some friends where we kind of like all were, had like a little love triangle going on and it kind of left me like kind of isolated at the end. And right. um, so then I was coming off- You lost, the you lost a triangle, Alex, like we all have. Yeah, <laughs> it got complicated. <laughs> yeah, let's just say that, right. So. Um, so then I was kind of coming off of that and started getting into songwriting and working with producers. So I, I was on the cusp of coming out of that experience and kind of still like recovering, so to say. Yeah. And we were brainstorming ideas and I, this idea of Blue Night popped in my head and I was like, well, let's talk about a feeling where like you're into somebody and you both kind of like each other, but you don't act upon it. And you're kind of left with that lonely blue feeling. And then I kind mm. of think of a story of maybe you're sitting in the back of a car, you know, at nighttime and summer nights. So that it kind of all just, you know, the pieces of the puzzle fell into place. So yes, to answer your question, I was kind of coming off of, I was coming out of the healing process, but I still wasn't, I was still kind of, I think like the song was therapeutic in a way to Got it. build off of and release. And now, now I look back and I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. Now you but can it's sing cool, it's cool no. that I was able to create like a, a song and, and a mood out of, out of that experience. And I can look back and it's like a, almost like a journal um, yeah. chapter in my life. I can kind of uh, go back and view now. So. I love it. You know, some people cool. overeat. Some people go into, you know, do some crazy shit. You create a beautiful song. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> Yes, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alex, so, so of course, you know, you're spending time in the studio with like Mickey Skill, Andy Kravitz, Devin Kennedy, just like a who's who of producers that have worked with with music. Yeah, like I got really lucky to to be really um, fortunate enough to work with these people mm -hmm. just through, honestly, through working in the music industry, I was able to make some great connections and all of them are really, really talented people. Um, so yeah, it's been awesome. That's great. So when you, when you walk into a room with like, say, you know, Andy Kravitz, whatever, mm -hmm. like, do you... Do you, are you like, okay, Andy, I have my vision. I'm ready to make an album. I'm ready to make my songs. This is what I have in mind. Help me create what I, what's in my head. Mm -hmm. Or is it very much like, 
they're they kind of like help you like just like express what you have inside of you so with andy um we had met through a mutual friend and he he has a very like rock background where he's worked rock and kind of soul like he worked with lana del rey and um fleetwood mac i think he's done some stuff with before so he he's kind of old he's more of that older like rock genre Right. So we're very different in styles, but he kind of saw, he, he, he came in after actually Ari had already worked on a couple songs and he came in to help me finish the songs and see them through fruition. So he was like, oh, we need to add, you know, this here, a piano strings here. But like, he's like, help me build upon what I had and yeah. saw my, my general vibe and kind of got it and understood it and, and saw how he could help me elevate that basically. Okay. So it's, it's a mutual process. It wasn't like, oh, here's what you're going to be. And here's a song already for you kind of thing. It was a, it was a building process and a, a work workshop right, kind of right. atmosphere. But yeah, no, um, I think with every different person, it's a different experience with different producers. I went in and just, you know, built the songs some scratch and then um, some with Devin, he had had this song fire um, kind of, it was for potentially for a girl originally. Um, and so I kind of came and changed it and we kind of like, you know, tweaked a couple things. So everything is a very collaborative experience uh, with, song, yeah. depending on who you're working with. Yeah, definitely. Alex. So listen, you've been so generous with your time, but, um, let me, let me leave you with this. Yes. What are your, what are your, your plans, you know, for, for the rest of the year? I know that, uh, live shows seems like they're going to come back in August, knock on wood, September. Um, you know, what are you have planned? What can you tell us? Uh, we definitely have a lot coming up. Uh, we have wish I have a new song coming out on the 19th called Wish I Never. Uh, it's okay. it's sort of uh, playing off of like the feeling of you like somewhat you like somebody so much, but they kind of break your heart, so you wish you never met them. So let's talk about that because by the time this airs, like that's gonna be out. That's gonna be out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like, so. <laughs> tell me about that song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that song came about. Um, I worked on that, with that producer that did Blue Nights on Wish I Never. Um, it kind of has like undertones of like a 90s uh, beat which was really fun. And it, I feel like it's kind of bringing it back to like the nineties, uh, almost R and B influence a little bit. And nice. um, yeah, so it's a little, a bit of a departure from what I've released so far. And I think eventually you'll see with more and more songs I continue to release, um, you'll see me kind of go into like a, a darker or different direction. Nice. But, um, yeah, so I think it's great though. You can see different facets and different different sides of me with every song that's coming out. But you know, I have a lot of new music coming out and, um, in this next year so i'm excited to see what's coming up and hopefully i'll be able to do a virtual show once i have you know a good good showcase of music out <laughs> oh, i'm sure i'm sure this is just the beginning alex and we're thrilled to chat with you i think you've uh, you've said it all alex thank you for your time thank you so much great chatting with you too and i look forward to to seeing the interview <laughs> absolutely take care all right bye man thank bye. you you've been listening to j-rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez